it's a brand new week, brand new episode. So much to talk about per usual. I feel like, um, you know, more Afghanistan stuff, really. A lot of stuff going on, right? Yes, a ton. And you're uh, you're down in North Carolina. Is this like, is this a vacation or you still have to work? A um, little bit here and there, but, you know, trying to uh, maybe get a couple rounds of golf in, you know, but oh. there's always something going on. Now, wait, <laughs> we need an update, though. How did your juice cleanse go? Juice juice cleanse went very well. Really? Now, yes. I, it, it was... Um, Felt good. Um, I think I lost like seven pounds of you know water weight. Obviously, I put it right back on. I am now on a beer and scotch cleanse, so it's uh, going very well. <laughs> okay, so that's okay. So, but by the end of the because th- it was a three day juice cleanse, yeah. And by the end, you felt good. I did, but then you know I go down to North Carolina and screwed all up, so. You know, I think I'm just going to do a juice cleanse every week. <laughs> but it sounds like it was a good reset, though, right? I mean, I guess it... Yeah, I think so. I I probably should not have done it the week before North Carolina. So I think, you know, that was my mistake. I should have done it this coming or next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, leading into September. And then I could have, you know, maybe went two, three weeks of like, you know, somewhat healthy uh, lifestyle. Well, uh, you know, till then you're you're on that beer and scotch uh, cleanse you now. Learn, you live and you learn. You know what I mean, you Sarah? Learn. Hey, at least you did it. I think it's impressive. Three days with just juice. That's that's a lot, actually. Yeah, you know, you it was interesting. Um, I mean, all kidding aside, it was it was very good. It, it felt good. A uh, lot of nutrients entering the body that I probably normally don't get, and uh, I you know by day three. You were hungry for sure, but not crazy. Like I was more hungry, you know, in the morning. Yeah. But by the by the middle of the day, you're three, four juices in, and you're like you're kind of like full from the juices and ate some carrots and you know celery and some berries and you know good to go. Did you have more energy? That's I would do it just for the energy. Like, do you, or or did you notice a real? Not really. I didn't really notice a lot of energy. Because we did this, it's called the skinny cleanse. Okay. Uh, I, there's a protein cleanse. There's all kinds, you know. I think the skinny cleanse is, uh, there wasn't a lot of protein or anything there. Uh, so I did work out. And I will say the third day when I was working out, I felt a little like dizzy at times. I bet. So, yeah, yeah. Little lightheaded. Uh, all right. Well, you survived. You're down in North Carolina. Um, you know, it sounds like you've had plenty of time to tweet and read all the news. So, I tweeted a ton. You know, I the Afghan thing is just a mess, as we've discussed. Uh, you know, I'm. I, I shouldn't say I'm shocked because I'm not, and this is going to sound, you know, but Biden's Biden, right? I mean, listen, Biden's not Trump. We've said this over and over again, and that's why he won the election. He didn't win it because everyone thought Joe Biden was the next great thing. And I think he's starting to prove that, you know, he he's Joe Biden. Nice guy, uh, long term, you know, senator. Yeah, you know. a long term senator, though, that was on committees that oversaw. I, know. I, I you know. 
issues in Afghanistan. I mean, the guy has had an inside scoop on what has been happening with the Taliban in Afghanistan and this war on terror for yeah. 20 years. This is a pretty big screw up. It, it, yeah. I mean, look, to, to, to completely withdraw our troops is not the screw up. Because I do think, as we said last week, we needed to get there. How, how quickly... He set arbitrary deadlines again, August 31st, got to get out. Now he has to stick to that date because the Taliban said, you better stick to that date. It almost looks like the Taliban's dictating to us now what we can and what we cannot do. And um, Yeah, but whose problem is that? That was Trump who made the deal with them and asked for very few concessions in in signing that deal. I saw a meme, you know, four presidents, 20 years so the Taliban could leave and come back. And yeah, you know, like, you know, we're, we're, we're back, kind of back where we start. You know, I think we, we accomplished some things on Al Qaeda and, and so forth. My frustration right now is though, the, just the, what appears to be the lack of acknowledgement and honestly leadership in terms of admitting the mess that's on the ground. Uh, you know, Jen Paskey, um, Biden's spokesperson, you know, literally said yesterday, and I think it was a quote, you know, it's, it's irresponsible. Somebody asked the question. I think it was actually Steve Ducey from Fox news asked the question of, you know, about Americans being stranded. And she said to him, it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. Like what? They are stranded. Yeah. In fact, they're so stranded. You have prime minister of England, Boris Johnson, you know, yesterday at their G7 summit, you know, kind of pleading with Biden to push back the state because they are so far behind in getting Americans and Afghan allies out, which he, he to your point, sounds like he is not going to do as of now because they're kind no, of in a not pinch. because the Taliban saying not to like, you know, half the media, you know, half the, you know, we're like, oh, Biden's decided to not extend. I'm like, he decided not to extend because the Taliban told him, you better not extend. Like, don't make it sound like this was some decision that he came to on his own. Uh, you know, the, the lack of acknowledgement on the fact, you know, the fact that he said a week ago, you know, we saw this, this was inevitable. There was nothing we could have done to avoid this. Uh, and to try to, you know, they're trying to paint this picture that somehow, the evacuation is going well, and it, and and the chaos was unavoidable. It's it's just disingenuous. His approval rating, I believe, has dropped seventeen points in two weeks. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I mean, yeah, this is a mess, right? I mean, because even back in May, everybody is now saying, "Why didn't we start back in May?" Getting yeah. well, what, what is too is you know, listen, you have your you have your thirty thirty five percent of people that no matter what. A Democratic president does, they're going to back him. And same thing with Trump on the other side or the Republicans. But those in the middle who, you know, yes, they voted for Biden because he wasn't Trump. You know, you got a lot of issues right now. The virus is not under control. A lot of Americans are not getting vaccinated. And again, that's not necessarily Biden's fault. That's some red state governor's issues. But you got booster messaging was confusing. The CDC messaging on mass was confusing. You got Fauci running around flip-flopping all over the place again. No, seriously. I, like, I know. I saw a great comedian on TikTok doing an impression of him, which was, yeah. it was great. It like, was, 
We're masked. We're too masked. People saying it. The, the guy's a media, you know, hog. <laughs> even, even, even uh, Anderson Cooper was like, "What? You just like two like, like?" And don't tell me you have all this new data in a week. Like he keeps changing. Saying now we can have it under control by next spring. I think he does. You know, I didn't believe he liked the media attention. And I was a huge Fauci fan. Very, very devoted. uh, You know, major crush on this 81 year old. But now I'm like, uh, you know, you came came to my what I said a year ago. Literally. So back real quick, back to Afghanistan. Please. Yes. Continue. it's It's a serious issue. It's a mess. Um, approval ratings down. I think they're trying to paint this picture that's not there. And then what happens is when you lose confidence or when those, you know, those moderate voters lose confidence in his leadership on an issue like this, all the other issues, the, you know, the border crisis, the the virus continuing and, and the mixed messaging from the white house on that, you know, now everyone, oh, my, we're spending $3.5 trillion on. So it, it like kind of snowballs and this is what happened. So, um, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. Any- I think in the end, the Afghan crisis is not going to be why people, you know, in three years vote or don't vote for Joe. I think it could have some impact on the House races. Probably not because this is more of a presidential decision rather than the House decision. Uh, so we'll see. It's just, you know. I think it depends know. on if we have a terrorist attack again at home, you know? Yeah. I, well, let's, God for, let's hope let's not. Let's hope I, not. I agree. And- I, I'm just, I am concerned with the staff. You know, everyone said, oh, he'll have better staff around it. Well, th- does he really? He may have more so called, you know, nicer staff. Or, or on paper, better staff, more, more, more experience. But this has not been handled well from, 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 from the CIA to the Central Intelligence. I mean, to the uh, State Department. I mean, Blinken's been just all over the place on his messaging. You know, Secretary of State. Uh, I, anyway, mess. It's, a, it's, it's a mess. But as I said, I don't think this will be a reason. You know. He wins or loses if he runs in, in three years. I do think, though, it starts the questioning process of his of his leadership, potentially his, you know, I don't want to say mental capacity. but Yeah, that's been big age. in the, the past two weeks. I mean, he, you know, he's doing interviews. He can't remember whether his son served in the Navy or the Army. He said his son served in Afghanistan. I mean, listen, this is your son. Like, you, you don't get those things wrong. You just don't. Well, he's older. I mean, come on. You know, this is like, you know, Dan and I talk about this. It's like, how old's your mom, Patrick? 75. Okay. It's like your mother. Could you see your mom as president? Uh, Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it's the same with my mom. It's your, these are our parents. But but I will say this, you know, I, I don't think my mother or my father, if he was still alive, even at that age, forgetting that I served in the Navy or the Army or Afghanistan. I, like, listen, again, I'm not saying that's the B-roll. I know Trump couldn't remember half the things either or didn't know what he was talking about half the time. Again, I'm not, I'm not doing a, a tip for that here. But his age was an issue. His, you know, yeah, 
I just I, what I'm saying is that people start saying, "Uh oh, here we go," you know, the, you know, this is what we voted for. That's what you start seeing now, right? And and then it, it cascades from there. So, his approval rating now is I think in the mid 40s, um, which is a significant drop. But you know. We'll, yeah, right. We've got to wait six more months, you know, see what happens, see what happens. I'm sure that always is changing. Yeah. Uh, let's talk, you know, it seems like there's been some progress with vaccinations in the sense of you're getting places like D.C. to now break down who gets coronavirus based on vaccinated, unvaccinated. You yes. were tweeting about that. I thought that was I think that's great. Right. All counties and stuff should do it because you see a huge difference. You do. And I think you see certainly when it comes to the breakthrough cases as a percentage of the total, and then even more so when you look at the severity of, of the of the symptoms and certainly hospitalizations, much, much, much. I believe I saw a stat yesterday, I believe it was from the CDC, that you're 29 times more likely to be hospitalized if you're unvaccinated than vaccinated. 29 times. I mean, that's I mean, that's substantial in that, you know, world. Right. So. Um, you know, certainly more people have to get vaccinated. I, I am a little bit. I need to know more about the boosters. Okay. You know, I don't. I don't know if we talked about boosters last week, but you know, I think that was a rush to 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 say, hey, after eight months, I think they're panicking a little bit. Maybe look some looking at some data on how the the, the effectiveness or the efficacy is waning over you know five, six, seven months. They saw an Israeli study and a few others and, and, you know, I think wanted to come out with that. But I I do think that sent the wrong message again at the wrong time uh, with, you know, people thinking the vaccines aren't working as well as they potentially are. Um, You know, to me, that should have been, listen, you know, you're going to probably have to get a booster. We think about eight months. But even then, the vaccines are still 50, 60 percent effective at that point. Uh, so the hospitalization may, you know, instead of being 29 times less likely, it's 15 times less likely, which is still significant. Right. right. Uh, you know, the, the, the whole mandated. I, I, so I'm for venues and restaurants to be able to say, uh, you know, you have to uh, show your vaccination card to come. In. I'm not sure that. So, so it was interesting. I, I kind of shifted a little bit on this over the last week or two. So, okay. But, so when New York City came out and said that, um, you know, all restaurants and, and, and certain, you know, entertainment venues are going to have to mandate that uh, anybody coming in be vaccinated. But then I saw the Restaurant Association of New York. And again, I don't know how many restaurants are part of that sued de Blasio. And then some venues were saying, listen, this is going to really... My concern right now is that restaurants and other entertainment venues are being singled out as having to mandate that people come in or vaccinated versus certainly grocery stores and other things because you can't tell people they can't go buy food, right? Mm. I think that would be, be hard. So I think the Restaurant Association has a very good chance of winning on that front. Uh, the restaurants don't want this. They don't because it's going to cost them a lot of business. Uh, so, you know, the other question is now with boosters and the and I believe the confusion around that. So when you get to October, November and those early late January people who got vaccinated 
are they going to consider are you going to consider them vaccinated if they haven't gotten their booster yet? Well, we don't know, right? Because okay, what we don't but know the percentage can't mandate that someone come into a place be vaccinated and not have a definition of what that means. I get you. That's a great point, right? Yeah, because then it becomes, well, did you get your booster? But I mean, I guess we don't know, right? The science of a year from now, what are your chance if you if you don't get the booster and you got you got I your know, I, that, that I we don't, don't know, know, right? My sense is the boosters won't be. I mean, I hope I'm wrong on this, but I don't. I'm not sure the boosters will be at the same percentage as the total number of people vaccinated. I mean, listen, it's good that the FDA gave full approval to Pfizer. Yes, they did that. Yeah, two days ago. So I do think that there were some people on the fence awaiting that. Uh, It's only for 16 and above. So the 12 12 to 16 olds can still get vaccinated with Pfizer, uh, but it's not full approval. So maybe, you know, if there were some parents who were on the fence waiting for FDA approval from the 12 to 16 year olds, you know, I'm not sure they'll they'll be satisfied now, even though it's for 16 plus. Moderna, they believe, is about three weeks to four weeks behind Pfizer in the approval process. Haven't heard much on J and J where that stands. I don't know if there's enough data on J and J yet to see if you're going to need boosters, if you're not going to need boosters, or another complete shot. Uh, I just think everything is all over the place again. A lot of confusion about mass mandates and. Who's getting it? Who's not getting it? What? What? You know. I will say I'm. I'm. I know. I know more people, and I'm hearing of more people in my circle that have been vaccinated who are getting, getting, getting the virus again, again. Not wait, terrible wait symptoms. for the second time or. Oh, or just in general, like they've had no, the vaccine no, and no, are no, getting. So they have the vaccine. So I. Uh, there's more people. Let me rephrase that. Okay. I'm starting to I'm starting to hear of more people in my own personal circle, friends and so forth, who are getting breakthrough cases. And again, I don't know if that means that it, the percentage is necessarily going up, but you know, it's you know, people are saying, you know, listen, I had one one friend who said, "Thank God I had the vaccination because he got it." It was pretty severe symptoms. Yeah. And, and if he had not been vaccinated, I think he he was coming across that he'd be very he was he you know could be very, hurt. very sick. Yeah. Uh so um, well, I mean, you know what? Thankfully, that means it's working. You know, I think we all have this like that that have had the vaccine. I'm, I don't know how you and Kristen feel, but we feel a little bit. You know, you begin to let your guard down, right? You don't wear the mask. You, do. you don't you do. wash I, your hands as much. You're like, eh, you know. Uh, so I, the hand thing turned out to be false. All all the sanitization stuff. It's wait, more but air- washing your hands, you know, is helpful. Is it? I don't. Know. Yeah. I mean, I wash my hands. I'm not suggesting I don't. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm no, I, like the surface stuff, all that. Well, that's true. Turned out to be total. Doesn't live on your clothing. It doesn't I, live on the yeah. surfaces very long. Yeah, it's truly exactly. airborne, you know, when you're at a party sitting next to someone exchanging spit or food. But but at the same time, yes, I let my guard down maybe, but I'm also not concerned. Okay, see, but. I, see, here, my biggest frustration right now is that and I said this a month ago, when the CDC and then all these schools and venues and every, you know, 
regardless of your vaccination status, you have to do X, Y, and Z. That's a problem for me, right? And I do think that goes back to the messaging just being really poor. But wait a minute. With, with Pfizer getting the FDA approval for only 16 and above, does this change your stance on masks for kids in school? So my stance on masks for kids are if you're 12 to 17-year-old, and you're vaccinated, you should not, not have to wear a mask in school. It's utterly ridiculous. It's just an easy thing for schools to do because uh, they don't want to, they don't want to, in essence, segregate or, or point out the unvaccinated children. And again, that doesn't mean you, you don't have, you can wear a mask if you're 12 to 17 and vaccinated. No one's saying you can't. But you should but you have the option. Have you just like that. I shouldn't have to, just like you shouldn't have to, if you go into a store, it, the, the regardless of vaccination status was the worst thing I think could have happened. That messaging. If you're in elementary school, I per, I personally think there's such a low risk for children to get sick, like really sick, that they don't need to wear a mask, but I could understand it and I am okay with that. I do think if they're sitting at their desk by themselves, they shouldn't have to wear it. They should be able to take the mask off until they move around the classroom, move around the hallways, go to the bathroom, lunch, whatever. But like these parents now are like these Montgomery County parents, like school lunches should be outside and kids shouldn't be. Your kid's been playing all summer with other kids inside, outside, playing youth sports. Shut up. You're making stuff up now. Like, then keep your kid home. Like, enough. Like, I don't want to... These people are so hypocritical. They've been hanging out with their friends. They're on They're on vacations. They're, they're at camps. They're inside, outside at movie theaters, birthday parties, all summer long. And now, all of a sudden, they're freaked out. Like, stop. Kids wearing a mask. He'll be fine or she'll be fine. Enough. Like... We have to start moving toward, like, the other thing is, like, so two or three kids get it, and they have a 1,000 kids in lockdown or, or quarantine. You're not a fan of that? that? No, it, it doesn't make sense. Unless you have symptoms, like, put your mask on and go, go to school. Like, like, Sarah, it's an endemic at this point. Like, you cannot, COVID's not going away, ever. I so agree. Basically, so basically what you're saying is every time there's a case of COVID, over the next year, two years, like you're going to lock down 200 kids or 50, you know, 50 kids or 100. That's that that's not sustainable, nor does it make scientific sense. It okay, well, just does it. I agree with follow the science for sure. Um, you know, I mean, the, the crazy part is we are. Not. In- See, that's what's crazy. That's a phrase thing now that liberals and progress follow the science. Well, they don't. They're not. It's arbitrary. They follow their own science. They follow what they, they, yeah, they protect their butts is what they're doing. Well, right? I mean, what are you going to do? We, we live- follow it. No, we live in a litigious, you know, society, right? You send your kid. What did I mean? The schools do, you know, we give the schools a very hard time on this podcast and some, and some of it well-deserved. But I mean, the truth is if you're that, if you are the parent to that one kid that gets severely sick and is hospitalized, because to your point, oh, hey, you're, you know, someone three degrees from you tested positive for COVID, but we decided not to make you quarantine. You're going to 
sue the school too. I mean, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. It, it it just depends on the severity of how sick your kid is. It we know this isn't the. I mean, look, I don't have to tell you kids, about this kids virus. Are, kids are not going. They're not dying. They're not going to a hospital. They're not getting sick. A few here and yes. Listen, at some point, the risk. We have to be able to assess the risk and make decisions based on that. What do you think about, you know, we constantly now are bombarded with, and I mean, I think this is true, but yet there just definitely seems like this heightened elevated of fear, level of fear that, you know, all these IC bed, ICU beds, you know, in Florida and Texas, all through the South, Midwest are just absolutely at capacity out West. They can't take, uh, you know, I'm sure that is true, but do you, don't be sure, but okay. Okay, well, that well, that's my question to you. What do you think? I mean, you know, we're we're hearing this like nonstop about ICUs overwhelmed. And I've said this before. We have to qualify and quantify this. The pandemic only exists right now for unvaccinated. Okay, period. End of story. This is not a pandemic anymore for those vaccinated. It's an endemic. Okay, and we have to learn how to live with it. The problem is, you do have a significant portion of the population that's still unvaccinated that are causing a lot of harm for the vaccinated. Harm in the sense of keeping the variant going, potentially creating more variants, carrying the virus to, to, to locations where then vaccinated people get breakthrough cases. Um, you know, I've said this before. Uh, I'm for making your own decision. Jerry Jones. I was going to ask you about him. Yeah. Owner of the Dallas Cowboys, I thought said it best yesterday. And you would think, oh, Jerry Jones, you know, certainly he's probably a conservative Republican from Texas. But he said, your choices only go as far until they impact other people. Then then what about their choices? Like, And that, I, I tweeted this last week. These governors like DeSantis and Abbott and others they're hundred percent wrong. They're doing it for political purposes. I know they're doing it to they're doing it to solidify their base. But your personal freedom and your personal choice that's fine, but not when it impacts me. What about my personal freedom and personal choice? Right to not have an unvaccinated person potentially get me or my children sick. Screw you. I'm sorry. It's a hundred percent wrong. And you know. You know, you but don't want to get. Of, yeah, keep going. Go ahead. Well, I was going to no, say no. you. Oh, well, two things. One, don't you think Jerry Jones? I mean, this is this is absolutely a money move for him. You know, he wants everybody coming to his stadium vaccinated. He doesn't want an outbreak. He wants the players one hundred percent vaccinated, which has been. Not a huge problem in the NFL. Most are, but you do have a couple of quarter, you know, pretty well-known quarterbacks and big players listen, resisting. I don't care what, I, listen, restaurants are making those decisions. You know, you think when De Blasio says everyone coming into the restaurants or whatever has to be vaccinated, he's doing it because of tourism and money. Uh, the fact that I don't care what Jones's motivation is, the fact that he went public with it, he's you know maybe you can make the case he's the most vocal and prominent owner in the most important franchise or, or, or league in, in the, in the country, in a state, by the way, where the governor has been an obstructionist to people getting vaccinated potentially, or making rules to protect other people from a, from a mass mandate or vaccine mandate. So I, regardless of his motivation, 
I still think it's important because the media picks it up and it sends the message, get your ass vaccinated. There's only few, there's only a very finite number of people who, who can't get vaccinated. I agree with that. I mean, you know, whether our, our listeners do or not, I I agree. I, the other problem, let me look real quick. Everyone, we spent, again, way too much time on, on, on mass and mandates every week, but it's an important issue. So the other problem I do have with saying that a restaurant or other venues, you have to be vaccinated. I do think that if you had COVID recently, A, you can't get vaccinated. Okay. B, your antibodies are very strong. Probably maybe as strong, they've said, if not stronger than getting vaccinated. So, you know, if I got COVID, you know, I'm probably pretty good for the next eight months. Right? True. So, you know, I don't know if you could prove that you had COVID because now you're really asking your medical you know, whether you got vaccinated or not, not say, is, is not technically a HIPAA violation, but I believe certainly if you were to say, hey, are you have you had COVID? That might be. Yep. So, you know, it's a tough one. I, you know, but if, you know, if you got COVID today, Sarah, you wouldn't need a booster. You're probably good for another eight months, right? Or, or more. Who knows? I guess. Yeah. Actual antibodies. You know, it's so actually, Kristen who's a nurse said she remembers when, you know, we were all young and a, and a, and a, you know, a friend of theirs got chicken pox, right. Way back when. Yeah. You could actually go over to their house to get chicken pox. Awful idea. It, no, uh, it was the right idea. Like get the, hum- get the immunity. You weren't, you weren't going to die from it. So you're going to get it. It was going to be terrible for three to four days. But you know what? You were never going to get it the rest of your life. Okay, right? but isn't that like okay? But but all right. No, but honestly, I'm not sure. If my kid was ten right now, again, you never know how it's going to affect your kids. So you don't want them to get COVID. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying jump into a COVID pool and hope you're okay. Okay, because that sounds like where you're going. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is though, this fear of like. You can't live in fear, right? So your kid, got, a lot of things can happen to your children. If your kid gets COVID at 10 years old, 99.999% of those children are going to be fine. 100%. It's like peanut allergy, right? How okay, many, like, but yeah, but you one, can, like, that's such a bad analogy though. I mean, the, the long-term effects, even if you have mild symptoms of COVID, we're still seeing people long-term taste issues, memory issues. They don't even- get it though. Kid, by the end of this, almost everyone will either have had it or like you're going to get it. Yeah, but you don't want to be giving your you don't want to be exposing to your kid your kids unnecessarily. You want them to get the vaccine, then hopefully they get the mildest form. I'm saying if you wear a mask, if you're under 12, if you're over 12, get vaccinated and then live your life. You gotta live. We gotta get back to living your life. But people just, are living their life. That's no, what that's yeah. what the media doesn't cover. They everybody everybody is living their life. Look at North Carolina. Guarantee you go out. People are completely back. Every business is open. What business do yes, you know yes isn't open? No. I mean, you got you got Garth Brooks canceling concerts. You got other people canceling concerts. Jazz Fest was canceled because it's outdoors. Even though it's outdoors, you have you know 
No. Well, those are personal decisions by Garth Brooks, who's a $200 million heir. You know, I mean, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, I think we're just the. the you I had Lollapalooza fear, go I on. The, I think the fear is outweighing the reality. That's all. Okay. Um, let's, I want to do rapid fire and move on. Washington football team, what do you think their name should be? They released, I believe, what was it, eight names, six names? Uh, they released eight. They, or they said they have it down to three, but they didn't tell us what three. What do you want it to be? Well, I want it to be the Warriors, which they oh. completely eliminated. I don't know. I guess they felt that was controversial, too. I don't know how. Um the defenders, commanders, red wolves, red hogs, presidents, armada. I thought, red, I thought the red tails, which is not on the list, was a was a good. So that was based on the uh, the the first, I believe, it was the first black fighter squadron of pilots. Um, you know, I think it was uh, World War One. Not a hundred percent sure. It might be two. Okay, not sure. Uh, so that wasn't on the list. Warriors wasn't on the list. So to me, the, the list, the, the next best was Red Wolves. There's Red Hogs. And then there's some really lean ones. Commander, Brigade, uh, Defenders, which was the XFL team. How did that make the list? So, I don't know. Over the Warriors? Or that's kind of a, yeah, that's an odd one. I, whatever. You're, you're indifferent. You don't really care. I'm I know it's different. You're a Raiders fan. It's the Washington football team. Don't 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 make them. Mis- they don't do. They do very few things correct. So, <laughs> um, okay. What about former Governor Andrew Cuomo allegedly abandoning his dog at the uh, at the mansion? Then he says, "Oh no no no, the dog's always going to be a part of the family." I mean, you are a pet lover and an animal rescuer. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I think he's a mess. And he's, he's- <laughs> He's gone. Um, <sighs> I know. Yeah. Who cares really on that one? I mean, uh, he says he, who knows what the truth is. I mean, can you believe anything from the guy? What do you, I, so um, I was watching TMZ last night and then like it or not. And uh, so what do you think about Christy Teigen finding the hamster in the wall? I think that was such a, I think that was a marketing ploy. Have you seen that? <laughs> I haven't. I've stopped sort of paying attention to her. She found, oh, maybe I did find this. Or, okay, so she finds a hamster in the wall. They say, did they no, save so the hamster? They claim their hamster was missing for three days. They heard scratching in the wall and they started knocking down their wall oh. to find this hamster, like putting holes in their wall. I, I, you know, and then the, like there was some on TMZ saying, oh, I got to get popular again. Let me put the <laughs> hamster in the wall. <laughs> Probably. She needs the good publicity. She needs the good press. Saving animals, that'll do it. 100%. She's a hero now. She saved the hamster. She's absolutely a hero. Yeah. We had good topics last night on Like It or Not. Oh, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, And uh, Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck, do you think they'll really get engaged? You mean Jennifer Lopez? Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Whatever. Whoever. I, I don't really care about them. I do think they're... They're doing it on purpose. Like he was looking at their Me ring, he knew, and he knew there was a photo being taken of him. I think sure. so too. Yeah, it's it's and and um, the other one was uh, you know the one that we were debating is the Pfizer the name for the vaccine, right? Wow. Isn't it? I can't even say it. So I guess that's not a good topic to bring up. It's Cuma uh, Ite or something. I don't know. Whatever it's going to be. Cuma Mati. You know, I thought Marina was right on that one in the sense that. You know, 
when you go back and you look at some of these names, like they're all weird, right? I do think they miss an opportunity though, at this point to get people vaccinated, right? You know? Yeah, making uh, it something. Or to make it a little bit more sexy or we're asking scientists though to be and then i mean i always you know i think you and i do a good job of talking about some topics of uh you know woke discussion and the selena gomez um cover you were dead on on that you you were 100 percent right like it was a marilyn role like that's old this is new she's latin how do you say it again latinx or latina well i don't you know there's another question i'd love to have latinx there's a big debate from my understanding within the latin community that a lot of lat latino and latina people don't want the latinx but that's become a very woke title so you know and i and marina morocco i think is is latin so i'd love to ask her what she thinks and she never refers to herself as latinx but anyhow to your point some people call it latinx she's on the cover i i just think that it was you're right i think you can't be woke enough you said this woke eating woke, right? You, you know, no matter what you, you and you think they're not going to come for you because you appease them and they come for you, right? Uh, that was so, the most so. insane topic that we had. I couldn't believe, you know, Nina Garcia, who's the the editor of L, is Latin. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was just like, oh my god, they can't do anything right. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and then obviously since we talked last week, Jeopardy host is out. What did you think about that? Now, did you think he should? You know, to be honest with you, I don't watch Jeopardy. Do you guys? So I did not really. Dan is a big fan. He thinks it was odd. I I don't watch it consistently, but obviously watch it, you know, a thousand times. I I just didn't like him choosing himself to begin with. Yeah. And, you know. Listen, some of the things he said on the podcast certainly were not good. It was a, com- you know, cer- a kind of a comedic podcast back in, two- I believe, 2013, 14. Yes, 10 years uh, ago, almost 10 years ago. But at the end of the day, you know what? You're replacing Alex Trebek, you know, probably the most, you know, storied, uh, classiest game show host in the history of game shows. Uh and I just, he wasn't the right choice to begin with. So I don't think there was this huge, you know, appetite to fight for him. You know, I think he gets to continue to be executive producer. Which is kind of strange, right? Because in a way, it's like he, he they make this big thing with all these no, celebrities. I, I think it's, listen, first of all, I think it's different being behind the scenes than in front. Second, I do think they probably knew about the podcast I'm sure they knew about, you know, the discrimination lawsuits, which I believe, I believe in both cases, he was dismissed of those lawsuits. I'm not sure if he was just in those lawsuits because he was the EP of prices, right? Or not. I didn't look into it that much, to be honest with you. So sometimes everyone gets named and then as you get down the road, things get. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, listen, I think he stays as executive producer, um, but, you know, they need a host. They, they do need a host. Um, and, uh, you know, cause, uh, of course, um, Mayim Bialik or whatever there, she'll be, they, she'll be one they, of the hosts. They, but... bungle, they bungle this whole thing from the beginning. Yes. Right? Yeah. 
Isn't that amazing how much they messed that up? You would think, I don't know, you would have thought they would have had... It's. I guess it's. You never fails to amaze you how uh, much people can fail. Yeah. <laughs> at, at high levels. Um, anyway, all right. We covered a lot of topics. Yeah. Um, next week we got to get caught up on the station, and you know, you guys had the the Montgomery County Fire Department there. Give, were they just like what testing the fire alarms or giving their blessing? What was going on? Giving their blessing? No, no, no. That was. You mean the award? No, that was at the Kentland. Oh, oh. Oh no, they they just so they gave they gave Fox Five an award for all we do in the community in terms of uh, first responder recognitions and all that stuff. We had our zip trip at the Ketlands in Gaithersburg, and they gave us an award there. And then we're just in the tweet we're saying we're so glad to have you in Bethesda in Montgomery County. Blah blah blah. Got it. Got it. No, no. Okay, very cool. I was like, when was the fire department? I, I need to call the station because I'm unaware of the fire department being at our station. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be something. Okay, you don't need that stress on your vacation. And then I see the, I believe those are Rolling Stone lips behind you or not, but uh, Charlie Watts is dead, <laughs> eight years old. Okay, this is terrible. I'm too young. Who is Charlie Watts? Who's the drummer for the Rolling Stones. What are those? Oh, I thought those... That looks like the Rolling Stone logo. No, I just like lip art, but that, no, Uh, it's like a knockoff. I, okay. I never even knew who Charlie Watts was. Okay. So drummer of the Rolling Stones. Eight years old, died yesterday. Wow. I didn't know that. So what's that mean? Mick Jagger is Mick Jagger 80 or close. I think he's close. Okay. There. Yeah. I don't know. Patrick, it's, it's so hard being on the younger end of the millennial spectrum. Um, So I wouldn't know. You're out of that. (laughs) wouldn't know any of that you know (laughs) all right where do people follow you patrick gm fox 5 dc okay we'll see you next week all right sarah bye bye